0: Community Life. It's that monthly program produced by the Baha'i community of Snohomish County. Community Life features individuals and groups who make positive changes in our community. Join us, learn more, and decide on your ways to contribute to our community. This is Mary Ellen Wood inviting you to stay with us here, right now, with Community Life on KSER. Well, good evening. This is Mary Ellen Wood here on Community Life. Happy to be here as always and very, very happy uh, to be about to interview three wonderful uh, coworkers, used to be coworkers in the community. So I'll just get on with this. We're talking about an amazing new program coming into Snohomish County. It's called Homeward House, and that's the focus for today. And with us today are Marianne Dillon, Lark Kesterke, and Felicia Kane, all of who are working together, United Way, Widen. WCA and other collaborative agencies, as well as the Snohomish Health District, as one of them. Uh, Each of our participants today are going to be talking about different aspects of Homeward House. So, welcome, Marianne, Felicia, and Lark. So good to see you. you. Thank you. Thank you. Good to
1: see you. Well,
0: yeah. It's a good good day to be together. (laughs) So we were talking beforehand how we'd like to organize this thing since there's four of us. And so we're going to start with Marianne Dillon of the YWCA, whose title I always forget. And so Marianne will be talking about uh, more of the background information about Homeward House. Great. Thank you.
2: Mary Ellen, Um, the Homeward House Collaborative was created in response to the opioid epidemic in Snohomish County. Um, On average, in 2017, 12 infants a month entered into dependency in Snohomish County. A month? A month. And 98% of those infants uh, entered into dependency due to substance and heroin use.
0: That's a pretty strong beginning here. It is, a, yes, a very strong mm. beginning. Mm. Um, and in
2: Snohomish County, we are working with two and three generations of families who are impacted by addiction and dependency. The Children's Administration and the courts are given the responsibility and the authority to protect these children but we know that research shows that the children need most at that time are the mothers Mm -hmm. at the early early Mm -hmm. stages of development uh the mother child bond Mm -hmm. needs to be preserved so we are working with the courts and community partners in order to make this happen We know that separating newborns in withdrawal can slow the infant's recovery and undermine the already fragile parenting relationship. And when mothers are close, the withdrawal um, for the infants require less medication and few days in intensive care. Um, children especially infants we believe as a collaborative that children especially infants deserve opportunities to build strong stable nurturing relationship so they can thrive and grow into healthy adults and eventually contribute to the our community in the future
0: that's an incredible beginning comment really for this uh, this interview so basically this this Homeward House and all of these efforts and the mission that we'll hear about and all of the collaborators are about saving the infants so that they can become contributing healthy members of a family as well as the community and, of course, moms. So prior to this and right now, uh, is this implying then that infants are taken from moms? Yes.
2: Um, at the time they are taken from mom and they are put into dependency while mom mm-hmm. is trying to work out her, uh, her addiction and her sobriety and she's working with the courts and going through the dependency system and they are separated at the time. Mm-hmm. So this collaborative, uh, wants to create a place, a visitation center, if you will, so moms can, uh, visit. With the uh, babies on a daily basis, holding and nurturing the child, preserving that bond, doing, having some skin-to-skin contact. Um, and eventually what we're hoping is that we would have a house, a homeward house, where there would be places for moms to live, where there would be uh, medical staff and other support staff there to help the moms and the babies go through withdrawal and maintain the bonds.
0: This is one of those. There's going to be lots of pauses after what you say. You've just painted such an incredible picture, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: actually, of pain and suffering. Mm -hmm. And then today we'll be painting an equally positive Mm -hmm. uh, picture of what is uh, planning and already to a degree being done to um, minimize the suffering and, and the pain. Wow, that's not a bad project there, guys. <laughs> no.
1: <Yeah. laughs> we got our work cut out for us. <laughs> that's for sure.
0: Yeah, just the statistics alone are really un- obviously unsettling, very unsettling.
1: Right. The first yeah. 12 months of life are critical for uh, nurturing that bond uh, between a mother and infant. That's... Um, you know, if all things go well, um, really the infant learns trust in that first 12 months and then independence after. And if that doesn't go as should should be expected and um, this population is, is, is very much at risk of having that bond disrupted, um, then the infants will grow up and they sometimes behavior issues develop. And so it's really critical that... Um, that our services really, um, and we, and Homer House, we really aim to, aim to preserve that bond to nurture that bond between mother primarily mother and infant but also um the father as well Mm -hmm.
0: thanks for adding that lark Mm -hmm. um one of the partners for this collaborative is united way Mm -hmm. and maybe some people think of united Way as, oh they're the folks who give the funding that's it and maybe you could shed some light on that as to united ways role uh, in this particular collaborative
3: yeah so um I think what really drew us to this project, um, and Felicia talked a little bit about it, is that Homeward House really is recognizing um, the bonding and attachment on both sides. Really how important it is for the infant, but also really important for the mom. You know, when we think about all the things that happen post-baby. And so we, United Way, is actively at the table of this collaborative Providing support um, in this particular group things such as, you know, um project management support as the project continues to develop. The group has been meeting for quite some time, but really the funding um uh, for this work just started here in January. So they're really only two months in. And so United what we're doing at United Way is really trying to offer as much um additional resources as we can, whether it's volunteers or staff time, advocacy work should it come up, up over the next three years. Um So we're all in on this project and really trying to be nimble and adaptive to kind of what the rest of the partners are asking us to kind of play in this work and just so excited and curious as to how this will evolve and develop as the conversation continues to um, become more sophisticated around this area.
0: Yeah, I know um, people are probably obviously familiar with United Way, may have more information about some of the changes that have been going on and this Project this collaborative effort does fit within, obviously, some of those changes. Would you be able to talk just a little bit about the two-generational aspect or whatever else you'd like to bring up?
3: Sure. Mm-hmm. So our, our United Way is focused uh, exclusively on families with young children prenatal to age 8, and that's really where we um, are devoting our time and energy and staff and resources to that population and families with low income in particular, um, because there is such a uh, an opportunity for us to think about families as a whole unit, the well being of the entire family, children and their adults together, and so our work is really looking at how do you have two generational outcomes, and while we say two generational, really we're talking about multi generational. Within a household unit. And so we do have seniors who are caring for uh, young children. And so we will do, we will wrap our arms around those services as well. But really trying to look at how do we create systems of partners that are addressing all of those different facets of outcomes um, instead of our kind of traditional model, which focused either on child outcomes or adult outcomes, but really didn't um, look at the whole family as a complete unit.
0: Yeah, thanks for for explaining that because I know it's out in the community yeah. and probably not always understood. So thank you. Yeah. So Felicia Kane mm-hmm. of the Snohomish Health District um, uh, was going to, is going to talk more about you know the the feet on the ground, the practical aspects, and of course what you've already added that mm-hmm. um, the idea of bonding and some of the difficulties when it doesn't happen. So if, if you can talk some more about uh, your role or your agency's role mm-hmm. uh, in this collaborative. <coughs>
1: Well, um, first of all, I am really, it's been an honor to be part of Homeward House, um, and uh, I i really like this opportunity to work differently together, because um, our systems, um, whether or not we recognize, and we're slow to recognize how it um, negatively impacts our families, introduces a lot of barriers, um, and kind of re-traumatizes um our clients sometimes and as a public health nurse i've had um the privilege of working with mothers with opioid use disorders and they are some of the really honestly the most inspiring people i've ever met and one of the most important lessons i've learned from them is that the stigma against them is pervasive and that is reflected not only in the general community but um from doctors, nurses, dentists, just, just to name a few. And it really seems to be rooted in this belief that opioid addiction is their fault um, and that the fact that many of them are on methadone is seen as a failure of will and simply replacing one drug with another. But in fact, opioid use disorder isn't a failure of will, but a serious disease. And... Uh, medication-assisted treatment really is, uh, is evidence-based and it gives them a chance of leading a healthy life of being able to care for their children and um, achieving some sense of normalcy and an and ability to thrive and what I see in Homeward House is that we are we're taking that message to heart that we know that our families um, our clients are struggling with the, not only the stigma um, but so many barriers and we have our approach is that we want the parent voice to be reflected and we have structured our collaborative in such a way to make sure that that voice is meaningfully incorporated and we have um Um, parent perspectives representative on our steering committee but in our wider collaborative we have a lot more work to do um, to make that really equitable but that is that has been um, a unique feature of how we are approaching our work
0: well that's incredible to hear more about the actual what we're going to do and and how we're doing it so i'm guessing this is a somewhat unique um a, not approach, but a unique project that's happening here. And maybe, Marianne, you know a little bit more about the, the whole picture of the county and things that have been offered through the Y or other organizations. So maybe you could uh, talk a little about the uniqueness of this or other things you'd like to add from, from your perspective.
2: Well, I, I think, as Lark was saying, um, the funding a collaborative approach and a two-generational approach is the first of its kind in Snohomish County. So this is unique. And there are other, uh, just four other collaboratives that are happening right now. Um, And it is refreshing to have a partner in United Way that really truly believes that coming together as a collaborative is really going to make the most uh, impact in our communities. But I would also like to share the thing that we haven't mentioned yet are some of the other partners that are working uh, on Homeward House, and so United Way is the lead, uh, United Way is the funder. What is the lead agency. Snohomish Health District um, is bringing health and well being um, as a, a domain uh, agency. Interfaith Association of Northwest Washington is bringing economic. Economic assets. Uh, the Snohomish County Superior Court is bringing social capital. Child Strive is bringing early childhood care and education. And Housing Hope is bringing post secondary and employment. Some other partners uh, will be Providence Regional Medical Center, DSHS, Child Welfare Services. Who am
0: I forgetting? Felicia. It's on you, Felicia. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So I think, yeah, yeah um, did you mention Providence yeah. Medical Center? Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I think you pretty much, um, the new partner, the um, secondary partner we brought on is Snohomish County Music Project. Nice.
4: Um, so
1: Ooh. we have, we. I know we're missing some partners. I mean, the, yeah. So we
3: can all, <laughs> we can all just apologize. Oops, I'm sorry. We it. are but sorry. But there is one partner that we oh, see a okay. reference that is really important because it has been there in some capacity from the start would be the parent. That's right. Uh, um, Kim, the parent leader. Mm-hmm. Um, and Parent for parent. Yeah, yeah, the parent for parent program mm-hmm. kind of administrator is on the steering committee and has really right. brought voice from the family. And yeah. so that that is significant because I don't know about you all, but we often talk about including um, mm-hmm. individual or family voice on committees and it's always like, oh, it'd be so great. But this is an actual intentional group that has, has created... Mm-hmm. Um, a significant role for the parent voice in the design, in the thinking, and the brainstorming and troubleshooting, which I think is really unique and really um, places a value on the expertise the parent has coming to the table. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. right, thank you for bringing that up, Lark. I mean, the clients are the experts of their lives,
1: and. Um, you know, I, we should just mention that we don't have really the, you know, the lived experience voice represented here, and we should acknowledge that. Um, and so, we do have a lot more work to do. We're starting, we're starting out really strong, but we we have more work to do. And the parent for parent voice um, has been um, really important part of the Homeward House project from the very beginning.
0: Well thank you all mm-hmm. that's
1: not thank you all goodbye that's thank
0: you all for this part of our program but before we, we go to a little bit of a break of music um, Marianne you, when you were talking I know because I've seen some of the forms uh, and the visuals What you were talking about when you were saying bringing economic assets and social capital. Um, But my guess is for someone who hasn't seen those and thought through, when you were labeling each agency and what they were bringing, could you just flesh out a little bit uh, what each of those things mean or, or Lark or Felicia, just so our listeners get the idea otherwise it's just words
3: yeah so this actually comes out of amazing uh, research from the Aspen Institute and there are five domains uh, or five areas of of life that we think about when we think about two generational approaches and so the early childhood education is one component which is really looking at the early childhood well-being, social-emotional development. We've got post-secondary education and employment, which is looking at a variety of employment pathways or ways that um, adults can kind of navigate through increasing wages or employment opportunities and education. Social capital is really around like that social network that, that provides you support and coaching and mentoring. It can be a variety of things from friends and family and peers to pastors or all sorts of different kinds of, of elements. Um, then we've got health and well-being, which includes mental health and just wellness, and economic assets. For the two generational model, is also includes not just financial education or financial assets, but housing, transportation, childcare, things that really are going to be supports to meeting your basic needs and plus. And so, the two generational model thinks about all of those things being equally important to moving. Um, families forward on whichever path they're Mm -hmm. kind of uh, wanting to go. And as Marianne mentioned, the partners each have a responsibility to those areas and are kind of leading Mm -hmm. the conversation and thinking about the design elements specific to Homeward House that is necessary.
0: Really exciting. Thanks for filling that out. Um, We're going to take a break with a little music. It's called Happy Feet. So (laughs) enjoy that. But I wanted to be sure after this first part of the program uh, that folks who are listening who might want to learn more or participate or have ideas, um, a person to call who's not here is Kayla Valley, and her number is 425 374 5580 and that's if you'd like more information about this project as well as any ideas or questions about getting involved and then United Way of Snohomish County also has information uh, a summary of this particular collaborative Homeward House, but as was mentioned there are others that are, are going on in our community and you could find out more about those at uwsc.org so we're going to say a momentary goodbye from Community Life, Mary Ellen Wood here with Marianne Dillon, Felicia Kane and Lark Kesterkey, and we'll take a Break for some music and be back soon.
4: Cosa leggerei con calibro affascini il tuo cuore, e se ti perderei di un amaro autore.
0: Driving your car during Happy Feet because I find it absolutely impossible to sit still. The only reason I could sit still today was because I couldn't hear the music in the room where I am. So we're here back at uh, Community Life on KSER. Um, still Mary Ellen Wood and still Marianne Dillon, Felicia Kane, and Lark key So we're going to continue talking about Homeward House, uh, maybe expand and fill in on some of the things that we were talking about earlier. And uh, let's let's just start. Marianne, do you want to start out and we'll see where we go?
2: Yeah, I wanted to talk a little bit more about the services that families would receive and um, how they get connected to Homeward House. So um, parents would be connected to Homeward House by referral from a social worker, a hospital, or court personnel. Um YWCA, Parents for Parents, Parent Ally Mentors, will provide outreach and support to the Superior and Juvenile Court, um, to parents with infants experiencing addiction and who have a dependency case. Um, Homewood House would then provide wraparound services and support to those parents, uh, infants, and children. Homewood House will have a coordinator. And staff there, so they will partner with the parents for parents, parent ally mentors. So they'll. Oh, oh sorry. No, no. Go ahead. Uh, so there'll be a full team um, of of staff doing advocacy and work around uh, parenting support, uh, as well as the partner agencies bringing in their particular expertise.
0: So, does this physical house exist at this point? The physical house
2: does not exist at mm-hmm. this point it almost exists all right
0: <laughs> all right oh, oh, no. No. Yes, no. No. It's in the works Wonderful. and
2: um we're very close good so yes okay um and then uh parents will be able to receive uh some dependency 101 and 201 classes which basically are just classes that uh, teach people how to navigate the dependency system okay
0: yeah all right, Felicia, did you want to add or expand uh, embroider?
1: Uh, yeah, sure. Um, so, from the health district, um, part of the programs that I'm a part of are maternal child health programs, and what in, um, what's included under that are um, uh, nurse home visiting service. Children's special health care needs may be involved um, as needed for these uh, families. Also. Uh, Um, Resiliency, resilience classes um, may be offered um, to the clients as well as needed. And so a lot of what we're talking about may seem like, well, that sounds like some programs have been offered before. But really, I think the, the... what will be different is we're we're hoping to make this kind of a seamless uh, uh, collaboration and partnership, so that parents get families get what they need when they need it, um, without having those delays and the barriers that are often um, that are common when um, when parents and are asked to go all over town to get the services they need. So I'm so glad you brought that up because mm-hmm. what this isn't is a fancy
0: referral system. Right, correct. It is not that. What it is is figuring out Mm -hmm. how do you collaborate really Mm -hmm. and deeply for the benefit of the families and the kids. Right. Yeah.
3: And really having integrated approaches Mm -hmm. that that complement one another at the right timing for families Mm -hmm. based on their needs. Yeah. Um,
2: What we didn't mention at the beginning and when we were talking about how the program came about, um, and this was really... Started at the table of ten and with the parent, uh, for parent. Uh, parent ally mentors Um, and the table of 10 it consists of uh, Snohomish County judges and they were the ones is sort of in my opening statements Mm -hmm. mentioning that they were identified that there were 12 infants per month coming through dependency so we're very thankful that they have that they had recognized Mm -hmm. this and um, are really putting a lot of support behind this effort.
3: And very much an active partner, which That's is right, going to really change kind of the conversation so that there is care provided um, in in unison with what's happening within the court system.
0: Yeah. You know, the more you talk about it, you do realize how incredible this is, I hope.
4: Yes, yes, yes. we think
0: so. We think yeah. so. Yeah, you, wow. can, you, you can be proud, really proud, and to think about all of the people coming together and then bringing up, I'd never heard of the table of... 10 is it Mm -hmm. i've never heard of that Mm -hmm. and so here we have this whole group of folks that i don't think would be traditionally involved in many of the programs at least that that we've been involved in Mm -hmm. so you know oddly we only have a few more minutes to talk and so uh could we just sort of make some some closing comments about homeward house and maybe the experience um outside of homeward house but this whole process and uh, what your early on thoughts are about that
1: well, I I would say that I ha, it's been really wonderful working with the partners. Um, it's they they have been so sincere and genuine, and uh, I just it's been a really great synergy, and I. I am really hopeful that that we're going to have a really amazing program, um, amazing service for the families, the most vulnerable um, families in our community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to mention before we mm-hmm. say anything else the mm-hmm. two pieces of information I mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm.
0: If folks would like to get involved or get more information specifically about Homeward House, it's Kayla Valley four two five three seven four 5580 and if you'd like a summary of this project along with other collaboratives in effect in Snohomish County, it's uwsc.org so, a few more comments from you Um, Snohomish County has always been
2: a collaborative county and Mm -hmm. um, this partnership is amazing it truly puts the parents and the children the infants in the middle in the center of the work and um that is inspiring
0: yeah and you have a few years' experience in Snohomish County. I think I you do. may be the I don't, sa- at this I don't table. sound <laughs> like I have. I don't, I don't sound like I do, but I have over twenty years. Yes, yeah, you do. So I have so plenty of experience. So what? A, what a perspective, though, to be able to talk about where where <laughs> yeah. the community is now.
3: Any other thoughts? I think, from the United Way's perspective, my personal uh, perspective, mm-hmm. it, you know, ultimately, is really setting turf aside and being really all all of the groups have a common goal and really are willing to let go of some things so that it can be other partners taking the lead if it makes more sense now we're only a couple months in but yay but um (laughs) i just think that that sense of we're all in this together let's think about how we can do work differently i think is going to have truly a huge impact on how we do
0: work well, thank you all. I was uh, sort of totaling the number of programs that could come out of this one program today. So I hope we can do more together. Um, I want to thank Marianne Dillon and Felicia Kane and Lark Kesterkey Or I could have started from the other side of the circle, I guess. But that's what mm-hmm. we have. Thank you all for coming. It's been such an uplifting conversation um, with uh, a bottom line beginning, though, of some very, very serious difficulties in our community that are not currently being addressed adequately. So thank you very much. Um, This is Community Life on KSCR. We're uh, here every fourth Monday of the month. I'm Mary Ellen Wood and look forward to being with you next month. Thanks again. Thanks for joining us. You've been listening to Community Life, that monthly program produced by the Baha'i community of Snohomish County. By the way, if you have ideas for future shows, leave a message at KSER for Mary Ellen Wood. Join us next month, and thanks again for listening.